is up, everybody? Welcome to a little bit different edition of Suplex's Scores and Save Points. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. I am Ryan, I guess your host, I guess. I don't really like to use that term, but I will use it today. As always, I am being joined by my older brother, the current holder of the Suplex's Scores and Save Points Predictions Championship, Nathan. Ryan. AEW is fast tracking all kinds of stuff. We got we got dream matches galore. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> and as all and also being joined by our, I'll call him the NASCAR aficionado, Jeff. <laughs> oh, Anderson, where you at? <laughs> uh, so we're switching things up a little bit on this podcast. Uh, if you guys like it, uh, let me know. I really want some um, listeners to. Let us know what your thoughts are. We're going to try to do one podcast a week right now. Um, you're listening to this. It'll be Monday morning when it comes out. We're going to try to do one podcast. If we don't like it, we might switch it back. Uh, we want your feedback, though, because you're the ones that matter uh, about how you listen to this. Um, we've got a couple ideas. We're going to throw this one at the wall. See if you like it. If not, we will convert back to a different way. Um, you know, we'll let you know. But we're going to try this way. We're just going to kind of talk for a little bit and see how long this goes and uh, hit everything we want to talk about. Uh, for uh, clarity purposes, this is being recorded on Thursday. So if you're listening to this on like a Monday, Tuesday next week, we're not, we haven't seen the weekend yet. So this is, this is about the week of, we're going to start from, uh, nine 11 and go toward to nine to today. Right. Is that what we're doing? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think. So we'll start like last weekend up till the 16th. So just for clarity purposes, that's what we're talking about. So anything that happens after the 16th, we're obviously can't tell the future. So, <laughs> all right. What your boys want to talk about first? Well, you got a controller behind you. So I guess I do. So let's, all right. For those watching, there is a controller behind me. So let's talk about the video game news that have happened over the weekend. I, uh, um, yeah, I was going to say something. I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo uh, uh, dropped, a, dropped a, uh, some Bluetooth on us, Ryan. Yeah, finally. A, it only took yeah. them six years. We had an update for our Switches. Uh, it added Bluetooth support. Uh, no, not, no Bluetooth microphones, though. So if you have a headset with microphones, you still can't use your microphone. Uh, but you can listen to, to all your games, so that way you're not bugging people. You can have them all hooked without having all these crazy little plugs coming out of your Switch. So, I mean, that works, because a lot of people, you know, when you're playing it on your TV and you have your Switch docked, there was no good way, of unless you had an extremely long cord, to have headphones hooked up to it. So now... So you're not bugging people. You can uh, you can have your Bluetooth headphones hooked up. It's nice. Uh, yeah, it took four years though. You know, that's <laughs> weird. and and it was an update that was done just when you know on your Switch, which means it wasn't a, like you didn't have to ha add any hardware to it. Which makes me think, Ryan, because it was a firmware update that it was there all along. Yeah, they just never put hit the on button. Yep, basically. Like, it's What's like, up hey, with that? John, did, John, did you uh, turn that on? No. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, four years too late. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that, but you know, there was also in this update, Ryan, something pretty interesting. 
it's going to get all those Switch Pro rumors going again, is uh, the dock uh, for the Switch. Uh, not the docks that we have currently. The one that comes with the OLED model that's coming out, the new dock, is going to have an Ethernet port. And this update did something to the Ethernet port. So people are thinking, okay, maybe they're going to update the dock later on and uh, that dock's going to allow for 4K on the screen or who knows, who knows. So the, 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 the Switch Pro rumors are going to fire back up again like they've done the past three years. So There are also, I'm glad you said Switch Pro rumors because uh, staying on the Nintendo since, you know, we're, we're on the topic, uh, Nintendo has filed a latest uh, FCC filing. Uh, which is, if you don't know FCC, it's how you uh, patent things. Uh, and the new filing, it's for a new controller, it looks like. Um, so the the model number is HAC043, which is one model higher than the Nintendo's wireless SNES controller that they came out with. Um, mm. So I know this- that a lot of people are rumoring, Ryan, that this could be an N64 controller. Yeah, so it says... Um, so they submitted a 180-day request for confidentiality. So for, for on July, so it won't be a while till we actually hear. Um, so it hides the dates and it hides like the photos and actual schematics of what it is. Yeah. Um, but it did reveal that uh, the device is wireless and uses Bluetooth, uh, and it draws more power than the current Joy Cons. So. Yeah, so my thinking is it's going to be an N64. I think they're going to bring the N64 games to the Switch. Mm-hmm. This could be the, the – because the last time they brought the Super Nintendo and the regular Nintendo, they had wireless controllers that came with it. So I think that's what, what could happen, Ryan. We could have a new – hopefully they fix the freaking analog stick on it if they make a new one. Yeah, no more drift, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I want that little flimsy thing. Yeah. On the original N64. That thing was <laughs> – that thing sucked. The N64 uh, controller was absolutely terrible, dude. I hated it so much. I know I, yeah. we did. What was that a year? A couple like a year ago, we did our freaking list of the best controllers and, and Nintendo controllers. And I had it like bottom of the list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nintendo. Nintendo uh, did not. They still haven't had a direct Nintendo Direct in September, but usually there is one, so people are still expecting it. So maybe next week. I don't know. Um, we also, uh, I got, uh, I got reviews here, Ryan, a review of, uh, cruising, cruising, I love that game. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got that game for the switch, uh, it's uh, switch only and it's pretty awesome. It's just like the arcade. Uh, I've already beat it, but you also have a lot of unlockables. I've almost unlocked all the cars. Getting close, getting close. Hey, there, it's a game right there. <laughs> All right. So, you know, it's it's pretty awesome. Pretty fun game. Uh, it's uh, no no online, you know, can't play on, uh, games online, of course. it's Like every game that comes out now, apparently. Yeah. Only only co-op on your couch, which uh, Nintendo's yeah. going back old school with all the couch co-op. A lot of these games are. There's so many games coming out that are just couch co-op, and I'm like, I like it, but I wanted it to be both. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But the graphics are pretty good. It runs 60 frames per second on handheld and in docked mode. It's also uh, 1080p in docked, 720p in handheld, which is the highest you can go. And the graphics aren't bad. They look like the arcade. So I was happy um, with it. It's a fun game. I will be uh, – I haven't downloaded it yet. I'm 
just that's what I was doing right now. Um, I will be doing a review on Life is Strange True Colors uh, next on the next podcast. I'll be playing that some. Nice. And I'll be uh, seeing if I like it or not, like the other games. All so. right. I like the I also got the, Yeah. I also got WarioWare Keep It or Get It Together. Um, that game is pretty fun. Me and Sean, my brother, our other brother from the same mother. Uh, we, uh, me and him played it and, uh, we almost beat it. We almost beat it. Um, but it's, it's, it's hectic mayhem. Just all this is like 200 short mini games, but it's just utter madness. And you're both on the screen at the same time using different, different characters. And- oh, I have a few questions about that game. Do you, you have to yeah. use like a joy con, right? Like you can't use a controller. Yeah, you you stick and use a stick and one button. It's like time. motion controlled and stuff. No motion. Control. No motion. Just a stick and a button. And each character has different... Each character, there's like, I don't know, 20 characters or so. That's the game. <laughs> yep. Each one of them each one of them has different abilities. So each level, the, it, the, the abilities could hinder you or help you, depending on what mm-hmm. character you're on on which minigame. So. I might check it out. It's pretty fun. I might check it out. I don't play the Switch much, but I think I probably need to get back into it. Yep. Jeff, you play any games this week? Uh, I've been it's a game that most people aren't uh aren't really into. It's uh one that you can't even buy at GameStop anymore. It's one you have to buy at the store. It's a racing game, of course, me being the NASCAR racing, you know, guru here <laughs> on the podcast. Uh it's not NASCAR though, it's actually Formula One, which I've mentioned here on the podcast a couple times. Dude, those games are here. fun as hell. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It takes actual skill because you have to break and turn, unlike NASCAR basically going left the whole time. Yep, yep. Yeah, that 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 game, uh, the cruising game, it doesn't take skill. You just... I was gonna say, yeah. On mine, on my you... sim game, I got it. Uh, latest race I ran today, actually, when I got off of work, in between eating and our podcast here, I drove from twentieth on the grid to tenth, so ten spots up in a hardest difficulty, so not bad. Oh yeah, I'm about to check that game out. Um. Do you remember, Nathan, a game called Wipeout? Oh. Like the old racing game, whatever? That's Burnout, maybe? No, Wipeout. Oh, okay. Uh, it was original PlayStation. Oh, um, okay. Um, well, uh, people have wanted a sequel. There's been a couple sequels for a while here. Uh, there was Wipeout 64, Wipeout 3. There's, there's been, it was like the uh, kind of like pod racer game, like weird stuff. You know, I don't know how to explain yeah. it. Um, well, there's a new sequel announced, um, <laughs> but it is coming. Yeah, it's mobile. <laughs> uh, Wipeout Rush uh, is coming uh, to iOS and Android. Uh, why are all these cool titles going to mobile? Yeah, I don't know. Like there was a new freaking Contra game and it was mobile. Yeah, I don't understand. What it. the hell? I don't understand it. Uh, let's see here. I, I'm pretty sure we had some PlayStation and Xbox news. Uh, uh, the scalpers, the scalpers for PS5, Ryan. They're starting to lose interest, Ryan. Which is, good, which, is, <laughs> which is good for us because if they start losing interest, that means they won't be buying them all up whenever more come available. <laughs> they apparently is they're Xbox not getting their. Still there? Yeah. Apparently they're not getting their profits that they wanted. They, apparently they're they're now selling them for just over one hundred to two hundred dollars over what the actual price of them are. 
and apparently that's not enough for these guys to make only a hundred, two hundred dollar profit. So, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking they're gonna move on to whatever the next big thing is to start scalping, and they're just gonna leave the PS5 and Xbox Series X alone, and maybe we can actually finally start getting these damn things. Right now, guys, uh-huh. the scalping has moved to trading cards. So let me tell you. Yeah, well, let's just let that happen. No, because that's my field too. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was also, since we're on the PlayStation, there was a big uh, PlayStation 5 software update yesterday. Um, it added features to the console, um, but one of the most one of the most sought after features, and one of the things that a lot of people needed was the screenshot. Um, you can take a screenshot. You can do that with the Xbox One. Um, I don't remember how to do it, but you can do it. Um, but when you take a screenshot on the PS5, there'd be a big giant logo in the corner of the screen. And it was really annoying because people would try to take screenshots for, I don't know, like YouTube videos or whatever. And there would just be a giant screenshot logo on the top of the screen. Well, they took that away. They finally realized that's a stupid thing uh, and took it away. And so now it just makes like a sound when you take a screenshot. So, um, so cool. Interesting. Yeah. So there's no like setting anymore you it's not gonna it's not gonna take a picture and have a giant screenshot button on the top of the screen which is super annoying <laughs> don't know if you guys heard that or not but i was trying to get a drink and i fell out of my chair <laughs> i saw i i looked away from the camera and then saw that you weren't there and i didn't know what happened <laughs> yeah that was a, that was a loud crashing noise that was bad all right so uh yeah uh yeah and the ps5 also with that update ryan allowed for finally people can start doing the storage stuff to their ps5 you can start putting the ssds in them you have bigger storage you don't have the 600 gigabytes of storage anymore you can have more than that finally thank god could you imagine having like the two call of duty games and that's all you got on your ps5 because you can't put none else on there (laughs) yeah it's crazy it's ridiculous dude uh yeah let's see we got any xbox news you know what i have not seen much uh i feel like there was something other than the fact that jeff still has not gotten his hands on a one x i don't know (laughs) (laughs) oh my god there were a lot of video games uh getting leaked uh by nvidia like like people going through nvidia and getting yeah yeah a lot of leaks um let's see um let's see you know what i'm saying guys here's a bold prediction for the coming years because we don't know when it's coming out calling it now wolverine wins game of the year there you go i heard uh i heard from some of the people close to the developers said that it's very, very uh, <clears throat> on the borderline of being a M for mature game. That's nice. That'd be well, good. It has to be, dude. Well, There's... I mean, eh. it has yeah, to be. Would... They could dumb it down. Let's hope not. Uh, Ron, I've got. I got, I got, I, I don't, uh, maybe give me a second. Um, uh, I was gonna talk about something else. Um, yeah, where'd that logo go? I don't know. Uh, I didn't save, whatever. Great. Um, so there's gonna be, we talk about it every time there's a new like thing added 
uh, or a new uh what am i trying to say a new <laughs> I, I i every time a video game gets a tv show we talk about it yeah um well there's gonna be a new one nathan it's kind of one that i'm actually somewhat excited for all right it's this little this little game right here oh um Anthony Mackie has been cast in a live-action Twisted Metal TV series. That could be a very, very dark series. It's going to be an action comedy, which the game okay, was basically... Mind. The game was basically an action comedy, though, so... Never um, mind. It's not going to be dark like the PS3 game, then. Maybe. You never know. Um, that game was... So, dark. I don't know. Obviously, it hasn't been picked up anything on any network or anything yet. Um, but Anthony Mackie, it's pretty good to get. He's, you know, he's d- d- he's the dude in the when the Winter Soldier thing. So, yeah, um, yeah. So that's pretty good. I I most of these video game series is I don't look too forward to, but uh, Twisted Metal might be pretty cool. <laughs> I will uh, I'll get into that. Um, so yeah, we got some video game releases for the weekend. Um, we got Earth Marines coming out tomorrow. Well, I guess September seventeenth for the Xbox One. Um, Dojeron for the Xbox for everything, uh, Tales of Iron for the PS5, Origami 2 for the PS5, um, Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom for the Switch, uh, Nexoman for the PlayStation 5 and the Switch, Absolov End of Gods for the Series X and the One, Murder Diaries for the One, uh, World War Z Aftermath for the PS4 and PC. Uh, Speed Outlaws 2, winner takes all for the Xbox. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Unite uh, comes out for mobile this uh, coming week. Um, so that's all the big ones. All right. Uh, nothing much. Nothing, nothing, nothing huge. Last week was the huge ones with NBA 2K and uh, Life is Strange and all those. Uh, and Death Loop right. and all that. And cruising. <laughs> and cruising. <laughs> and WarioWare. That was a lot of games came out last weekend. Yeah, it was nuts. Those were two that I really wanted, like, game uh, day one. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into what do you want? Sports. We had a big weekend in sports, Ron. We had football. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Did we ever. The NFL this weekend, uh, or last weekend. Again, we're talking about week one, in case you were wondering. Uh, this is week one of the NFL. I know week two's already happened by the time we talk about by the time this comes out. But we're gonna take takeaway from this week, week one of or well last week, week one of NFL. Uh Aaron Rodgers, was he sending just a message to his team or was he actually sandbagging? Yeah. I don't know, dude. Uh he was on the Pat McAfee show and he seemed awfully chipper, which makes me yeah. think. He did not give a he did not give a crap, dude. He was on the Pat McAfee show and did not care at all. Even yeah, after the game, did. like even post game, he was just like, eh, eh. Me being a Bears fan, I love to see it. And also I love to see Jordan Love come in and his first series fumble the ball. So he's uh, <laughs> great looking great for the yeah. Bears future. And after seeing what Justin Fields can do. Even in limited snaps, he looked pretty good. Bears are going to be a tough team to beat in the coming years. I got a question for you, Jeff. Since uh, since they did that, do you? How long do you, do you think they should have done that? Because how long do you think it's going to take for them to be all all the Bears fans just just go okay, let's go Justin Fields right now. Let's just go uh, ahead. Well, 
They're uh, <laughs> it's already happening as soon as they drafted him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the problem is that this weekend we're at home against Cincinnati and uh, it's at Soldier Field. Bears fans are synonymous for being vocal. Um, I'm expecting a couple chants if I don't hear a uh, fuck Matt Nagy or <laughs> Justin Fields or a uh, or uh, you know. Red Rockets gone south. I mean, I don't know, but whatever happens, Justin Fields, I had a prediction, is going to be the full-on starter by week three. So I think I'm getting pretty accurate to that. Yeah. yeah. I, as soon as I saw them put him in just for a little bit, I was like, oh, they shouldn't have and done he that. He looked good, that's, too. He looked really good. He looked really good. And that's even more. Like, it's like you did that, and now, yeah. He, um, yeah. He's going to be the starter. Uh, we'll go through the games. On Thursday night, we had the Buccaneers beat the Cowboys 31-29. Very good way to kick off the season. What uh, a game. This was a fun game. Would have been the best game of the week until the Monday night game showed up and uh, was fantastic, which I'll get to because I about had a heart attack. Hey, what would have um, made that opening game even better uh, is if, you know, we would have realized Ezekiel Elliott was alive. We didn't see that dude at all that game. So, <laughs> no. uh, yeah. Um, Seahawks beat the Colts 28-16. Uh, Colts looked rough. Uh, it was bad. They looked rough. It was bad. Uh, uh, very bad. Uh, Eagles uh, routed the Falcons 32-6. Okay. Uh, Matt Ryan looked absolutely terrible. But, yeah. of course, he has no help at all. So they got rid of everybody on the team and said, here you go, buddy. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, Steelers beat the Bills in what I consider pretty kind of an upset. Uh, Bills are yeah. favored to be pretty I mean, good this year, and then uh, yeah, because the Bills, you know, they just signed their quarterback Allen to a new contract, and he was I don't know what happened. Yeah, he didn't look good. No, and the Steelers didn't look great either. Well, they didn't do anything till the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 an upset in my mind. Yeah, me too. Uh, another upset: uh, Bengals beat the Vikings 27-24 in overtime, getting you know. Joe Burrow, you know, oh, hey. We consider that an upset, guys. I mean, me being from the NFC North, right? My team from the North, Vikings haven't beat us in three years. So um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kirk Cousins is the detriment to that team because right around the time he showed up, they stopped winning. Yeah. Um, and another very good game of 49ers and Lions. Uh, 49ers had a 28-point lead. Ryan, the Lions did everything they could to come back. Um but uh, 49ers ended up taking it 41-33. I tell you what, Lions didn't look terrible. Um, Except but, for Jared Goff. Well, he looked like hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and another game that was pretty impressive. Uh, Kyler Murray led the Titans to a 38-13, or to the, the Cardinals to a 38-13 victory, throwing five touchdowns. <laughs> that dude was out there playing Madden. Dude, he playing real life Madden. Kyler Murray looked like prime Michael Vick in this game, dude. He was running everywhere, just. It was insanity, dude. 38-13. Yeah, and it's not getting talked about that much. Yeah, it's getting in. And, yeah. and you know it's crazy good too. Yeah, yeah, they oh yeah. And they beat a Titans team that you know, I thought they were gonna win well, the division. We all predicted that they were gonna roll through the division and yeah. like not lose. Like we all predicted the Titans and most experts predicted the Titans were gonna be really good this year, and the and Cardinals went out that. and just they they held you know Henry to fifty eight yards, which what that's insane. <laughs> what that's insane. 
I don't know, man. The Titans O line looked like they were a middle school B team. I don't know. It was yeah, they didn't look good. Not good. Uh, they bring in the Titans. You know, they brought in Julio Jones, and it was like, man, they got all these, and he did nothing. Thanks for thanks, Julio. I had you on my fantasy team, by the way, and you had to go and shit the bed. He's the reason I lost. Uh, the Chargers beat the Wizard or Wizards. Wow, the Washington <laughs> Football Team, twenty to sixteen. Justin Herbert looked pretty good. Uh, threw for 337 yards. He looked, he looked pretty good in this game. Uh, Panthers beat the Jets. Sam Darnold going to the Panthers and leading a victory to against his former team. Not by much, though. Didn't look great doing it, but he did it. <laughs> and uh, it hurts. Uh, Jag Texans, who, you know, a lot of people were saying they're going to be very good. Uh, new coach, new quarterback, the turmoil. They go out and beat the Jaguars 37-21. And now, Leads me. There is some rumors that Urban Meyer is not having a fun time down there in Jacksonville. Um, <laughs> I don't know what happened to Trevor Lawrence, guys, but uh, homeboy looks like he uh, is going to be a backup in a couple of years. Yeah, he didn't look too great, and uh, Urban Meyer is rumored to be wanting to go back to college. So. <laughs> yeah, um, that was an, an insane stat. That was uh, Trevor Lawrence's first regular season loss in his career. In high school, college, or... He went know. undefeated through high school and college in the, in the regular season. All yeah, I'm the only time he lost. Crazy. All I'm saying, fellas, he's on pace to put up old Jameis Winston numbers, man. Three, <laughs> three interceptions. Hell yeah. He's going 40 and 40 this year. Uh, Chiefs beat the Browns <laughs> in a very exciting game. Uh, you can never count out the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes coming from behind. Uh, this was another exciting game as well. Uh, I thought the Browns had it, and then Mahomes did Mahomes things. And to quote game. Patrick Mahomes, guys, to quote Mahomes, Fuck it, Tyreek's down there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Either him or Kelsey. One of them's down there. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it. Uh, Dolphins beat the Patriots 17-16. Not a very exciting game. Uh, Saints destroyed, we talked about it, beat the Packers 38-3. Winston looked like a fucking all-star, and Aaron Rodgers looked like a freaking slob. <laughs> Winston got LASIK. That's all the difference he needed. Yeah, and then... And then uh... What was really crazy is uh, Pat McAfee said that when he was watching the game, when uh, Aaron Rodgers had that was in his own end zone or whatever, he actually you could see on him, on, on Aaron Rodgers' face. He actually said the words, ah, fuck it. And he just threw the ball like 60 yards, just chucked it like ah, whatever happens, happens. Hey, it's people like, aren't the really hell? talking about that. Uh, you know, Marky Williams, I believe is his name, the guy that picked off that play. The dude was 40 yards away. On the other half, <laughs> he wasn't even close. It was this Aaron Rodgers just launched it and said, "Ah, someone will be there." <laughs> uh, Broncos beat Broncos beat the Giants twenty seven thirteen. Teddy Bridgewater looked okay. For, uh, you know, they might have a yeah, pretty good. Um, and then Rams beat the Bears thirty four thirteen. We talked about that game. Uh, Stafford looked pretty good over there out there in L A. And uh, the Bears should have played Fields the whole game. And then Monday night we had Raiders Ravens. This game. I think I died twice watching this game. Holy <laughs> shit. This was the craziest ending to a football game I've ever seen. Uh, they traded the lead back and forth. Um, Raiders thought they won it. Ravens tie it up. They go to overtime. Raiders think they won it again. They get the touchdown. It's called a touchdown. Then it's called back. So then they're like, all right, whatever. And then Carr gets picked off in the end zone off a tip. So I then I was like, well, no, game's over. 
And then they f- forced Lamar Jackson to fumble and get the ball back. And I was like, oh, still got a chance. <laughs> and then they have a second down. They're going to kick the field goal. They take the, they take the delay a game. And I was like, oh, shit. They don't know what they're doing. And then they throw a wide open touchdown. And it's like the Ravens gave up. I don't know what happened on that play. I don't. The Ravens just quit playing football. And Carr's like, oh, okay. I'll just throw it downfield. <laughs> yeah, well, two things from that, Ryan. One. I think the Ravens were scared they were going to tear another ACL. They got 14 guys on IR. Their entire their entire running back crew got ACL tears. And two, <laughs> two, I have a question for y'all. You think that uh, Derek Carr's favorite target is Darren Waller by any chance? Uh, maybe just a little bit. Uh, there were times where he wasn't looking for anybody else but Darren Waller. He was like, "You're, I'm throwing it to you. I don't care who else is on this field. He got 13 targets. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, a crazy stat. It's a good. It's a good year right now to be a Western Conference team uh, because all four Western Conference teams won. That's pretty crazy. Uh, AFC West and AFC NFC West. All four teams. All eight teams are undefeated. I mean, it's one week, but you know, it's, it's that new hybrid style, man. It's that gun and go. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, yeah. So a uh, pretty good week. Week one. Uh, week two should be. I think this is going to be a very exciting week. A uh, year of NFL. Um, we. Week two, we got some pretty good games as well. You've seen them. They're probably good. Uh, <laughs> Rams and Colts will do battle at Indianapolis. Raiders travel all the way across the country to play the Steelers. Bengals and Bears. Texans, Browns. Uh, Giants, Washington is the Thursday night game. Uh, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. 49ers versus the Eagles. Saints at Panthers. Broncos, Jaguars. Vikings, Cardinals. Falcons, Buccaneers. Cowboys, Chargers. Titans will travel to Seattle. The Chiefs take on the Ravens in Sunday night. That'll be a good game. And then the Monday night game, Lions at Packers. That'll be interesting. <laughs> Lions. I'm calling it right now. Lions by 10. Ooh. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see you next week. <laughs> um, let's see. There was some college. The, 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 the college football happened as well. Big upset, Oregon and uh, Ohio fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a pretty big upset there. Ohio State losing at home to Oregon. Um, that's uh, crazy. Uh, uh, Coastal Carolina beat Kansas. That's not an upset because Coastal Carolina is actually ranked. Um, Oklahoma put up 76 points. A... Uh, yeah, that's about the only upset, really. Like Everything else was kind of favorites one. Pretty much throughout college. Stanford upset USC and then they USC went and fired their head coach. So, you know, I guess it takes one in one record to get fired in college football now. <laughs> hey guys, that's where Urban Meyer's going next year. I mean, he's went to all the other big schools once well. <laughs> it's, it's oh boy. Uh what's what's uh I guess I should change my background, but whatever. Uh let's hit the uh playoff. Um the MLB playoffs standings. Max Scherzer records recorded his uh, three thousandth strikeout too this week. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, the wild card update because really everything else is not in doubt anymore. Uh, Nathan, you are muted, by the way. <laughs> um. So the National League, we'll start with the National League wild card update. Dodgers still hold on to that first wild card spot. Um, no one's catching them, 
by the way, other than unless they take the lead and then San Diego or and then uh, San Francisco takes the, the, the wild card. It's going to be a Western Conference team getting that first wild card. Um, St. Louis has now currently jumped up into that second wild card spot with San Diego a half game back from them and then Cincinnati a game back. So it's a three dog race right now for that second wild card spot in the National League. Cardinals right. have turned on the burners, man. They always do. I know. It's pissing me off. <laughs> Wainwright's looking good again. Um, and in the uh, American League right now, we got a three-way tie, gentlemen. Uh, Toronto, and it's all in the same division. <laughs> the American League East currently um, holds, all th- uh, holds the wild card spots. That's insane. Uh, Tampa Bay's winning the division, and then Toronto and uh, New York have the wild card spot, but then Boston's right behind them. So it's like a, th- they're all three Tampa Bay, New York, and Boston are all technically tied right now uh, for the wild card spot. That's insane, <laughs> dude. That's insane. They're all got the exact same like winning percentage. So it's like technically Boston would lose because they're at 0.561 and the other two are at 0.562. <laughs> so they would technically lose on a 0.01%. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I don't understand that because they're all in the same division. How are they not like beating each other, like all taking losses? Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah, that's insane, dude. Uh, let's transition over to some fighting, right? Well, let's talk about some fighting. Ooh, yeah. we, had, uh, we had some, we had some, <laughs> we had some boxing matches, right? <laughs> oh, we did. Well, we did have a boxing match of some kind. <laughs> uh, we had, we had two of them that were pretty. Uh, they were so, something. Yeah, they were something. So it's supposed to be Oscar De La Hoya getting his ass kicked, but he had some medical issues and couldn't do it. So then. So then Holyfield steps in. Alexander Holyfield. Now, not only did he step in, he stepped in with two weeks' notice. Or maybe He's less than like that. 50. Did anyone <laughs> tell him that Vitor Belfort is a fit, small guy? Yeah. I mean, this was this was bad. Uh, he not knocked him out. Keto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but uh, he knocked he knocked him out, um, and it, it looked ugly. And a fifty year old man should not be getting knocked out because he's probably going to have even more brain damage now. You said fifty. Uh, uh, he's fifty nine. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Vander Holyfield's fifty nine years old, and he got into the ring with Vitor Belfort. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Yeah, I think Triller might be in trouble. Uh, oh, my God. Tito Ortiz, Ryan, getting knocked out by another U- uh, UFC fighter. Uh, yeah, Anderson Silva just. Hey, I mean, Jake Paul was talking all this shit about how he could beat Anderson Silva in a boxing match. He got dead <laughs> silent after that fight. <laughs> I guarantee it. Because, yeah, Tito Ortiz got knocked out hard. I mean, he dropped. Uh and yeah, it, I think the novelty of like this celebrity style boxing, it might go away pretty soon. Because if you keep having these guys getting knocked out, and uh, oh God, yeah, yeah they, people people ain't going to see that anymore. Yeah, this that that was some some stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, I, hey, ugly. people don't want to see it until I step in that ring with Carl. <laughs> 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 the first one to get the upset, dog. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't have a background for fighting, so. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. All right. Let's go. Let's jump to NASCAR. Yeah. Let's get to the uh, NASCAR. What happened, and then let's preview the uh, the next race. Um, we actually do have some news first. So I don't know if we talked about it, but it's actually official now that next year's Clash will be opening up in LA at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, and what is sure to be the shortest track in NASCAR history. <laughs> Move. Yeah, I, I think somebody's going in the seats, <laughs> dude. They're racing on the seats. What are you? <laughs> they're gonna have to red flag the race every time there's a wreck to fix the damn makeshift barrier. Uh, it's gonna, know, be, gonna be bad. Uh, it's a publicity stunt that I don't think is gonna go the way they want it to go. Uh, but we'll see. It could be entertaining. I don't know. It was met by a lot of backlash. Yeah. Uh, so give us the rundown, Jeff. Who won at Richmond over the weekend? So Martin Truex Jr. won at Richmond this weekend after overcoming a uh, initial penalty on the start of the race. He beat the leader to the green flag at the start, so he had a several pass through. Um, once again, no, not much of a big story. Kyle Larson, I go to the back, uh, drove through everybody again. <laughs> this dude is on another level. I think they have to keep starting in the back to give everyone else a shot. Um, <laughs> but... It was an insane race. Uh, I think Hamlin was sandbagging a little bit so his teammate could win and advance to the next round. Um, they they know the only way they have a chance to win is if they keep as many Hendrick cars as they can out of the next round because uh, those Hendrick cars are always fast. Uh, it was a good race, though. You know, it a little fall leader at times. They were lapping crazy. I think lapped all the way up into 12th place. It was something crazy. Um now it's going to get down to the nitty gritty guys i mean yeah. it's gonna tempers are going to boil over we're getting close to that cut race um it's going to be something interesting to watch yeah we got um eight races left in the series uh next week or well this weekend uh bristol on the docket should be an exciting race it's always exciting there at bristol yeah so should be a good one. Uh, Saturday, it's another night race. They like saved all their night races almost for this for the playoffs. I mean, like, I'm down for it. it built three in a row. I was gonna say it might be by design though, because that's prime time, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Saturday night. Nobody's. I mean, there's something. There's something about that short track drama and seeing those rotors on the brakes glow a bright orange. That's pretty cool. It does look cool. It does look cool. Um. All right. Uh. Let's see. Uh, wasn't there a tennis thing happening? I think the U.S. Open finished over the weekend. Uh, the 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 teenage Canadian chick did not win. She lost in the finals. Damn it! That'd have been pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Let's see. When when was that final? I don't know. May have been like Friday. Thanks, buddy. You really helped me out. You're welcome. <laughs> it may have been like Friday. I don't remember. Uh, I know it happened though. All I know is she didn't make it to the finals. She, I mean, she made it to the finals and lost. Uh, so yeah, Djokovic uh, lost in the finals in straight sets to Medvedev. Med, yeah, Med Medvedev. Medvedev. That's what we're gonna go with. Medvedev. And then in the women's side, it was Emma Rudd. Raducanu defeated Layla Annie Fernandez. Emma Raducanu. Raducanu. 
Uh, she beat she beat Wayla Annie. She beat Wayla Annie Fernandez, the Canadian, in straight sets. Uh, men's doubles: Salisbury and Ram beat Murray and Suarez. Women's doubles: uh, Stoser and Zhang beat Coco Golf and McNally. And then in mixed doubles: Salisbury and Ram. Yeah, Salis- like- Salisbury and Ram. <laughs> Sounds like, like a, a it sounds like a wall firm or something. Call sounds Salisbury like and Ram. Some, <laughs> some, like, some like old WWE tag team. And then uh, Salisbury also won um, in mixed doubles as he teamed with Krolczyk as they beat Arvello and Olmos. Oh Olmos. my god, you guys know what that reminded me of now that I said WWE tag team and that name. It reminded me of good old... Uh, Biscuits and gravy. Dude! <laughs> Jesse and Festus. You don't like Festus anymore, Ryan. Well, he's a dick now, but you liked him. We especially. like Festus. We don't I like, like Festus. Guys. I don't like Luke Gallows. I like Festus, though. <laughs> Biscuits and gravy! <laughs> Punts of fucking baby. Nah, Snitsky. <laughs> they look the same. <laughs> um... We have news about the opening of the NHL on ESPN with that new TV contract with ESPN. Of course, they got to put the Kraken on the docket. Um, The double lineup will be Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay and then Seattle Kraken and the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm ready to see those jerseys. So we got the Kraken. This game will not be the home game, though. Their home opener is October 23rd. That's crazy. All their games are going to, like, they're they're gonna have games on ESPN Plus and Hulu exclusively, um, so weird. But hey, I tell you, fellas, I don't know. We're getting close to that time for those uh, for our reviews of wrestling, fellas, and I think we're gonna have some fights this week. <laughs> we got got a lot. To, I, I I think we can move on. I don't know how much left there is. A, actually talk about here in sports nah, sports sports i think we've we've covered let's yeah. let's get into the meat and potatoes we had a crazy ass week in wrestling let's get into the biscuits and gravy boys yeah, this, <laughs> was, this week yeah. was insane yeah we, we this was um one of the best weeks of wrestling i think I've, we've had in a while hey, uh, i'm gonna take the lead on this for raw real quick because i gotta get one point out there to all these viewers the man's shirt i'm wearing carrying cross finally gets praised from people over that promo he cut. Mainly uh. because he didn't wear that stupid mask. Well, <laughs> yeah, but do you see, here's the thing I'm wondering, guys. It was a good, it was a good, do you think this is them changing that gimmick? Do you think they're going to get rid of the mask and stuff? And he's here's the thing. Go to like a straight up here's, the th- here's the thing. I don't think WWE knew what to do with them, and then they're like, oh, we got to use them somehow. Well, well, <laughs> and then they came up we, with something. Are we talking Raw right now? Is that what we're going to do? Just jump right into Raw? I guess we, I, I guess we should start with SmackDown. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. I guess right. we did miss SmackDown. See, I'm all flustered on these freaking things, man. It's been a long week. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we can start with SmackDown, SmackDown, and then we'll we'll move on to uh, we'll get there. Um, we had SmackDown, which was also a very good show. Yeah. Um. It was the, the return to the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. Also, the return of Brock Lesnar. That was terrible. It was also, the 9 11 show. Um, Ryan, there were some things on this show that did not show up that pissed a lot of people off. 
apparently we were supposed to have a women's tag team match. Yeah. With Zelina Vega. Yeah. It was supposed to be in this match. Her dad died in 9-11. Yeah. And they didn't put that match on SmackDown. Fuck I'm not exactly you, sure. Fuck you, Vince. How did you? How did you? How do you mess that up? Like, <sighs> you think somebody would have? Apparently, said something went wrong or something, um, which I would assume would have been the Lesnar thing. I assume Lesnar and Roman went wrong. I don't know. Um, but basically, I'll start off with Roman Reigns and the Bloodline, and they talked about. Bauer and all everything, and then Lorraine, and then uh, Lesnar comes out, um, and then he gets with Heyman, and they do Heyman does his whole thing. Um, it was just, it was it was interesting. I I, I mean it wasn't uh, terrible. Um, and then basically Lesnar challenge Reigns to a match, which has now been officially made for Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Uh, so crown jewel, yay! But they also put the stat: Will it be for the WWE title? Or the universal title is um, Roman will be defending that title and at Extreme Rules against the Demon Finn Balor. Uh, then we had we had a first match of the night. We had a f- ten man tag team match as Sami Zayn, Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler, Otis, and Apollo Cruz took on Nakamura, Boogs, Big E, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio. Um, and then we had uh, the guy who had the most heat of the night, Trey Young. <laughs> he was the biggest heel on this show. <laughs> Guys, I got a, I got a theory, right? So how Sammy's bringing out these celebrities, bringing out these famous people, whenever they go to Chicago here soon, what if he brings out Aaron Rodgers? Because he's got ties <laughs> to McAfee. That'd be cool. That could happen. I, 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 he's yeah, I could see him do. It. He don't give a shit. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers would do it. He's probably like, I don't care. Whatever. What are they gonna do? Fire me? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, actually, uh, Trey Young actually got involved in this match at one point, uh, choking, I think it was Ray Mysterio on the apron and then he got thrown out and the crowd loved it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the, 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 uh, the, the big E gets the win here, which more to come from him later. <laughs> you look at this show, you wouldn't expect what would happen on Monday to happen. <laughs> Uh, then we had Becky and uh, Belair sign their contract for the uh, their match. It was your typical contract signing. Yeah, uh, uh, Becky was being more heelish. She had the uh, this big <laughs> fluffy oh. jacket. <laughs> yeah, uh, and she was being real cocky and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. The crowd was kind of booing her, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's working yet. Um, yeah, I don't know if I. I don't know how you bring her back and then immediately make her a heel. It's just weird to me. It's weird booking. That's stupid. It's weird. Um, and then we got Edge versus Seth Rollins. It was a good match. Very good match. Yeah, very good match. Confused. <laughs> I don't know where they're going with Rollins' character. <laughs> I don't either. I don't yeah. think they know. I think they're just buying time for that draft that's coming up to send them back to Raw or something. Yeah, the draft is coming up in October. Uh, Seth wins this match, and then Edge is stretchered out. So I guess is this, is Edge done now? Is he what the hell? They're writing him off for a while, I guess. I guess. They acted like it was a very like 
hellacious thing, dude. It was like, holy shit. I got um, kind of freaked out at first. Like, I knew they were going to protect it, but I knew at the same time <sighs> that's still a curb stomp. Dude. I, the thing that scared me more than the curb stomp, guys, was the freaking buckle bomb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was high on the back. Yeah. That buckle bombs high. and stomps always like a gets like edge and stuff. I'm like, yeah. And he did them against Brian, too. And I, I can't like, believe ah. he ever kept doing the buckle bomb after what happened with Sting, you know? Yeah. Some people can do it well. Seth Rollins does not. He can, but it depends on who he's with. Certain people can take it, and Sting just didn't know how to take it. It was oh, kind yeah. of on Sting, too. He didn't know how to take it either. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we add the main event of the evening, SmackDown Tag Team title match, the Street Profits versus the Usos. And this one ended, and of course, because it's a WWE show, ended in a disqualification. Yeah. Okay, but that was funny, though. Did you see the way Tez Montez was freaking flailing around? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, the whole, the, 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 the bloodline, sorry, stood tall, and then the demon um, got face-to-face with Reigns to end the show. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was a good build. Um, yeah, but it sucks that they're gonna feed the demon to to Roman Reigns. Yeah, maybe you never know. Maybe he'll be the one to ah, feed him. You never know. Well, we'll see maybe maybe Vince is like a maybe Vince is a big demon fan. You know, maybe he's a big Finn Balor fan. I don't know. Yeah, sure. He's a big demon. Yeah, he, he he doesn't like anybody over 30 and small. He's definitely a Finn Balor fan. And apparently he doesn't like Samoa Joe either. So, yeah. Uh, and then we'll go we'll move on to the other show on Friday. We had Rampage, the big match, Pac versus Andrade. This match was supposed to happen on All Out, and it got moved because Pac apparently couldn't get into the country, or so they say. I don't even know if that was the real reason. I don't know, because he made it for this show. So, yeah, it was kind of weird. Uh, uh, this is a good match, though. Good match. I enjoyed it. Uh, really weird, though, at the end, because Andrade, uh, he won the match yeah. due to some interference by Chavo. Yeah. And uh, he won the match. And then the heel got mad. Because they cheated. That he won with that he cheated to win. And then he punched Chavo and left him laying. So, and then Pac beat him up. Yeah, so what the hell? I don't know who's heel and face anymore. <laughs> that one that was very confusing. Uh, uh then we had a uh six woman tag team match. Uh Rebel, Jamie Hayter, and Britt Baker took on Chris Statlander, Riho, Riho, and Ruby Soho. I think this match would have been okay if Hayter was not involved. Yeah, this match was not great no, at all. Not at all. We get her off our TVs. I mean, Jesus Christ. She's going to hurt somebody. Well, you look at you had Rebel and Jamie Hayter. Britt Baker was the only one in that, on that side that could do with anything in the ring. So it was yeah. going to be bad regardless. Uh, yeah, this was not a very long match. This was not a very good match. And uh, Ruby won by pinning Rebel. Yeah. That's all you need to know. And then we had Brian Pillman Jr. versus Max Caster. This felt like a weird match to put on the show. So I know it was in as your main event. I know it was in Cincinnati. And they had the big thing with MJF and Pillman on Dynamite last week. But yeah. this was weird. I think um, the only reason it ended the show is because it was in Cincinnati. And at the, after uh, the match, uh, Pillman picked up the win here. And after the match, uh, Moxley came out. So yeah, that's the, Cincinnati. 
That's the only reason they did the, it. That's how the show ended. So that's why they did it. So, but other than that, though, it was a weird way to weird weird main event. Yeah, Those it two was... guys that were the youngest guys in your in your or greenest guys in your company, and you have a main event. It was kind of weird. Yeah, it was a weird show. Uh, it was all right. I mean, it wasn't great it was or not anything. As, not as star power uh heavy as a show of a show yeah. as it has been so they're already dropping it to smackdown is, level they're already moving well, it to smackdown level <laughs> they're all are, are we are we going are we going to thunder already or is it getting there or yeah. <laughs> i don't know I well don't there's know. there there are going to move it to a tape show eventually to, not every they're not going to tape be live every week either so again yeah. that's that's yeah. exactly what they did with thunder was it was live yeah, yeah. one week tape the next like you know, if AEW if AEW keeps going at this pace, they're going to be you know, quicker gonna, than in WCW. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like they're going to be like accelerated WCW. Four years. Good God! Um, and then we'll move on to one of the best Rawls. There's nothing happened over the weekend, right? There was no pay per views or anything. Ring of Honor. Oh yeah, Ring of Honor had Death Before Dishonor, and it was a pretty good show. I forgot about that. It was a pretty good show. Now let's pull up the results real quick. Uh, we had a new champion crown. I know that. Yep. Uh, yeah. So we had the 15-man honor rumble, which Alex Zane, uh, the former WWE superstar, got the win, and he earned a future world championship match. So there you go. Yeah, just he, like that. Comes he made his company and gets a title yeah. shot. Uh, I don't know why they cut him. I really don't know. Um, Dalton Castle beat Eli Eslam, Taylor Russ beat Jake Atlas, and Jake Atlas, um, if you've kept up with Twitter, um, he posted a series of tweets saying he is leaving the wrestling business. Um, he said it's not, it's not because he's hurt, it's not because he's injured, he said his mental health is taking a toll, and he said he just can't do it anymore. Um, so he's officially retired for now, and he goes he's found he, he has an opportunity to do something else. So Wow. Um, so he, he basically just said he's not happy. It wasn't anything to do with wrestling. It's just he's just not happy doing it anymore. So, like I said on this podcast plenty of times, I am a advocate for mental health. I have mental health stuff. So anything to make yourself feel better, dude. Uh, wish all the best to Jake um, with everything he does. He's still young, so he could come back. He's like twenty three or something. Yeah. So like he could easily come back at some point. So wish him all the best though, and whatever he's gonna decide to do. He say he's gonna like just basically disappear essentially he doesn't he doesn't want to be in the limelight anymore he's just done so um if he ever comes back i real i honestly think he'll be one that would show back up in like wwe oh i guarantee it this this him making this statement makes me think it was mutual him leaving wwe now yeah i think he probably told him i just don't want to do it anymore but it's weird that he did that one match for ring of honor yeah i don't know um, homicide Chris Dickinson and Tony Deppin beat John Walters, LSG, and Lee Moriarty. Um, Taven and Bennett beat the Briscoes. That's like an old school uh, match there. Those they feuded for a while. Um, the pure championship match Josh Woods beat Jonathan Gresham to become the new pure champion. Didn't expect Josh Woods to take it off of him. Nah, he's been catching momentum. Um, uh, in the few shows that they have, yeah. Uh, we had the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team Championships. Shane Taylor Promotions defended against La Bestia, Del Ring, uh, Dragon Lee, and Kenny King, whatever their name of their group is. Um, we had the finals of the ROH Women's Championship as Roxy beat Miranda Elise to become the new ROH Women's World Champion. We'll see how long it lasts this time. Last yeah. time it lasted like 
three days. <laughs> they had like three champions last night. Uh, your main event was a fatal five-way. Uh, Bandido defended against Demonic Flamita. Oh, four-way. Sorry. Uh, Flamita, EC3, and Brody King, and Bandido successfully defended the championship. The only thing that was bad about this match was EC3. He wrestles so slow now. I just can't watch it. You mean you're not going to watch him and Braun Strowman do their cinematic match? Hell oh. no. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get into Raw here. Let's, right. let's get into Raw. Like I said, this was one of the best Raws they've put on in a while. My first statement's going to be, I think, I don't know if it's, be, they say it's because of Monday Night Football, and it could be, it could be because of AEW, it could be because of a lot of things. But anything, any reason that they have is no excuse for why they can do a Raw like this one week, and then the rest of the year is just crap. Like, how in the hell does this, like, this is the way you should do Raw all the time. I don't understand. They they took all the stupid stuff and they threw it away. Yeah. List did not do any supernatural shit. Yeah. John, and, there was no drip. There was no John Morrison goofiness. Nope. There was, it was, it was a good show. He got a U.S. title match. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Hardy got everyone complained because Jeff Hardy didn't do anything, and he got a title match out of this. They did everything right that they could have done on this show. Yeah, and Cross, Cross, like you said, Cross had a good, good. interview. Yeah, he did good. Didn't have any stuff. stuff. And uh, that's what helped him. Dewdrop squashed Eva Marie. That's the one. Uh, the, the one bad thing. Yeah, they needed to get. I, if they would have made her name not Dewdrop this week, then I would have been like, okay, WWE just decided. Everything that people are complaining about, we're just going to change right now. In one, um, day, in one day. Yeah, so the show started off with Lashley, Orton, Biggie, all in the ring. Um, and I don't know why they did this, but they, they the, the Orton versus Lashley title match was supposed to take place at Extreme Rules, and Lashley and MVP were supposed to get tag team title match tonight. But for mm-hmm. some reason, they switched it, and now we know why, I think. But they switched it. So is that title tag team title match now happening at Extreme Rules? Or does it just get canceled? I don't know. They didn't, even, but they barely mentioned it. Yeah, they mentioned like, it for like a second, and then they just moved like, on. It was like the your last show that tournament or whatever you want to call it. It took, it took an like, hour, a third of the it show. Took, it took. I don't like, like where this is going. Show. I don't like where this is going, guys. I can see this is a pathway I see this leading to. Right, once MVP and Lashley get that tag title bout, right. So MVP is going to take the pin. Lose them the match. Lashley's going to get pissed, turn on MVP, and then there goes MVP. He's done. He's going to get released. I could see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so then we had, uh, again, this makes, I hate this, but we had a championship contenders match. So, <sighs> Alexa Bliss is getting the title match at the pay-per-view. Yeah. So what would have happened if Shayna won this match? Exactly. Why didn't they put Shayna versus Alexa in a championship contenders match? Why do we have to? Why now in WWE do you have to beat the champion to get a title match? What happened? This is the one thing I don't get with WWE. They do these championship contender matches where you have to beat the champion to earn a title match. Why can't you just do number one contender matches? If I'm advocating for anyone that needs to leave the company, and I'm not one to promote people to go to AEW, but... 
Shayna Baszler needs to get out of that company. She's a lot better than what Vince is doing for her. Yeah. Well, she is also 42, so. Yeah. I mean, um, this was a decent match, though. Uh, Flair and Baszler had a, you know, it was all right. Uh, one of the downsides to this show, I think. Uh, but Flair ended up getting the win here because Nia Jax uh, distracted Baszler. So they're officially, I think, broken up as they're going to wrestle next week. Yeah. Um, then Alexa Bliss came out. Yeah, and she, you know, she didn't do anything supernatural. She had, she had a doll. The crowd loved was, it, by the way. Yeah, but she had a doll that was like, uh, like basically looked like Charlotte. Charlie she gave it to Charlotte, but but they didn't they didn't do anything crazy. Yeah, you know, so the doll didn't wink at her or no shit, you know. Yeah, and there was no like pyro or anything. Yeah, and she didn't hypnotize Charlotte. Um, yeah, th- it, we had a Charlie chant, which was crazy. I don't know what the hell the crowd loved the doll. And they loved Alexa Bliss. I don't know what happened. I think that could be a sign. Um, and then uh, uh, so the best line of the best line from this promo was Bliss uh, said that everyone needs a friend, even a narcissistic, self-absorbed bitch like you. That was a great <laughs> line. Great line. Um, the crowd loved it too. And then uh, uh, Flair threw the doll um, at Bliss, and Bliss got pissed. Hit her with. Everyone called it a Canadian destroyer. It was not a Canadian destroyer. No, it was a code red. It was a code red. People, get your fucking moves right. Uh, that was it. It looked good. They put Alexa Bliss in. It looked strong. You know, cool. Uh, then we had Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders, or Drew McIntyre defeat beating Ginger Mahal, Veer, and Shanky. What was this? I don't know. <laughs> I say this was a good show. It was not without its faults. This was a. What did this go? Thirty seconds. It was very short. Viking Raiders did nothing. <laughs> Drew McIntyre beat him by himself. Yeah, you know when something like that happens, you gotta th- you gotta th- think of how these, like the Viking Raiders traveled to this show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they come out with their entrance, and then they just, they, I mean, they come out with the show. They put all their gear on, all that makeup on, <laughs> to, to, to stand on the outside and watch Drew McIntyre hit claymores. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's another one where they're just buying time to send Drew McIntyre to SmackDown. I think so. Um, and then we had Jeff Hardy versus Damian Priest for the United States Championship match. So pretty good match. Jeff Hardy, he uh, he's not the best at taking finishers anymore, is he? Yeah, it was not a good reckoning. Uh, he went for a twist of fate. He got countered into a reckoning. A little bit of a botch. Um, yeah. But the best part was Sheamus, dude. He was like, great on commentary on the, during this match. Uh, he is great. Um, Damian Priest won, and then Sheamus comes in, and they had a they had a big brawl. They're going to fight for the title. Uh, and then the thing that brought the whole show down for a second, we had these back to back women's matches here. So, yeah, Tamina took on Nikki Cross, Nikki Ash. So I think they botched this. They did. But I don't know who botched it because <laughs> Nikki hit a tornado DDT, pinned Tamina, Tamina's music plays. The announcer says the winner of the match is Tamina. Yeah. And everyone's confused. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they fucked that up. I think, I think Tamina was supposed to win. 
I think they were supposed to split. I think uh, each team was supposed to get a win there. Yeah, I think Tamina was supposed to win, but for some reason she didn't kick out or the referee counted. I don't know. But then the announcer, I guess, didn't wasn't watching. Uh, I don't know. And he was just like, Tamina wins. And the crowd was like, wait, what? And Nikki was like, wait. <laughs> it was very confusing. Um, and then they take out Nikki, and then it's Rhea versus Natalia. And, you know, I think Natalia needs to be done. Um, yeah. Her and Tamina both. Uh, they are dragging these matches down. They just don't. <sighs> this was bad. I agree. Uh, Rhea won. She made her tap out. That's all I can say. This match was not good at all. And then we had another multi-man match as Mansoor, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods took on AJ Styles, Omos, Mace, and T-Bar. This match meant nothing until Omos came in and the crowd lost their mind. It was like Andre the Giant had come down to the ring. The crowd went absolutely apeshit. He did absolutely nothing. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. Well, he, this crowd was high or something. They came in. He had all four of them, threw them all away, hit the choke bomb, and that was it. And the crowd ate it up like he was Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think you're looking at your next WWE champion because, yeah, holy crap, this crowd was crazy for him, man. I... That's all that happened. This match was not this. I mean, <laughs> um, yep. Dewdrop beat Eva Marie. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. It happened. And then we had the cross promo, which was very good. You know, someone pointed this out. This promo reminded me a lot of the old Sean O'Hare promos when he was doing his like disciple thing. Little known fact. People don't really know a whole lot, but uh, back whenever Cross, before he was even in WWE, he referenced Sean O'Hare a lot and claimed him as one of his favorite wrestlers from the old olden times. So makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, little known fact: people didn't know that, and you know, and yeah. Cross really, I think, gained following too after the nine eleven stuff because I don't know if you guys saw or the viewers saw. Uh, he posted a video on Instagram out of character, and that gave him a lot of praise. Yeah, I think cross this cross was good. The cross they'd been putting on TV the last couple of weeks was not getting it done. If they keep him doing this stuff, I think he'll get over. Um, then we had the Raw title, um, the WWE Championship match, uh, Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley. This is a very good match. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a Randy Orton Bobby Lashley match. They are both yeah. pretty good wrestlers. Um, it was a weird match because or- Lashley like. Well, Orton did some stuff to him, but Bobby kind of dominated this match a little bit. Yeah. It was weird because I was like, well, he's not cashing in now because Lashley, like, was fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, after the match, uh, Big E came down and, yeah, he cashed in. And we had, we had another title match. Um, uh, Bobby hurt his – Bobby did, he did hurt his knee. He did put Randy Orton through a table. So that, yeah, he did hurt his knee doing that. Um, he came out, cashed it in. There was a false couple finishes as Lashley hit the spear, and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Uh, Biggie kicked out. Kind of we- weird booking, honestly, because Bobby Lashley is the monster heel, but he injures his knee. His face, whenever the music came, he he looked so de- defeated. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like and he then, was the face. Yeah, and then and then Biggie slaps him to get him to fight him. 
And it was like, okay, now wait a minute. Who's the this biggie going heel here? What's going on? Yeah, this is weird. Then, yeah, very weird. Um, yeah, he hits the big ending after he kicked out of a spear. Crazy. And uh gets the win there. Um yeah, pretty crazy. Uh like I said, I'm pretty sure a lot of these plans, they said that this was probably supposed to take place on the draft show. So a lot of these plans got forced up. So that makes me a little worried because that means, because they're not good at long-term booking anyway. So they were booking that at least a month out. Yeah. Now they fast forwarded it. So now it's like, okay, now do they even know what they're going to do next week? <laughs> I'm, I'm a little worried. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, this was a very good raw, um, which leads us to NXT. Oh boy. This might be where we split. Hey. Hey, I love this show. Dude, fellas. I'm with you, Jeff. I'm with you. This was one of the best shows I've seen. They did it. This was fantastic. Now, I know Nathan might, we're going to disagree a little bit, maybe. But this show was awesome. <laughs> um, we started off with promos from LA Knight, uh, Champa, Dunn, and Kyle O'Reilly. They had some promos. Um, and then uh, we had LA Knight talking, and then... <laughs> Ron Breaker uh, interrupted. Now, the name, I'm the man. You know. Well, here's what I want to know. Ryan, you just went black. That's Jeff. Oh, never mind. That's Jeff. <laughs> um, so, here's what I want to know. You call him Ron Breaker. Yeah. All right. After yep. rumors were that he was going to be called Rex Steiner. Which is kind of a cool name. And then he comes out, and you reference his dad twice. You call him a dog-faced gremlin-style wrestling. Mentality, and then, yeah. Yeah. And then you also talked to uh, – they, they mentioned something else. They mentioned something about Scott Steiner or something. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, you mention his dad, his family twice, but yet you don't call him Rex St- – you call him Braun Breaker? What is that? Yeah. What the fuck? I, I will say, the name sucks. I, I, but he looked damn good here for his first ever match. Well, his first match that I know of. Another thing I didn't I had a problem with when this match was, well, why would LA Knight take this? That is not in his character. Like, why would he take this match before he has a title match? Uh, I think Knight's going to the main roster anyway. So I think Knight might be in trouble he because it's the main roster. Well, he, you know, LA, you remember LA Knight. You know, he was in developmental before. He had a bad attitude, and, yeah. And they, they got rid of him. And now he gets pinned twice in this show. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's, that's um, not um, – that don't look good for Knight. But yeah, Braun Breaker gets a pretty good win. He did a very good belly-to-belly suplex. Uh, he, his, he, it, it, grill press power slam for the win. Uh, I got – I was if you follow me on Twitter, you can get my insights on this. But uh, I said Braun Breaker has it. He looked fantastic. And I also made the reference, we're moving this other guy, we made the reference of if Twitter was around in the 90s, we would have been having the same talk about the names Razor, Ramon, and Diesel. So let's not get too hyped up on the name. Yeah. Diesel, yes. Razor, Ramon's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but this Diesel, was. Diesel's a dumb name. Diesel's stupid. Mankind's a dumb name, honestly. <laughs> yeah. The Undertaker is a pretty stupid name, too, honestly. <laughs> um yeah this was a good good opening match for me i like this 
the first newcomer on the show, by the way. We have plenty more to come. I did like yeah. how they did a lot less of, you know, backstage stuff and things, and they did a lot more quick-paced matches, get more matches in. Dude, they, they, they've piled a lot in on this show for two hours. Yeah, uh, it definitely shows, though, that the days of the multiple near falls and – good. 20-minute classic matches might be over. Good. They don't need to happen on TV every week. And hey, this, for guys, this, is, this is what I'm saying, guys. NXT, people are forgetting. It's developmental. Yeah, it's, it's supposed not- to be to get you ready for the main roster. So, um, Then we had uh, Imperium take on Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs. Brooks Jensen making his debut. For those of you that didn't know, this is Bull Buchanan's son. So yeah. That's the second second generation superstar on the show. He, uh, he looked very very green. He looked green. He did do some cool stuff. He took a double underhook superplex off the top rope, which was for for being green, pretty damn impressive. <laughs> and he isn't the last second gen we see tonight either. No, nope. Uh, Imperium get the win. I thought this was going to be man. They're just going to put all the new guys over, but nah, Imperium Imperium got that. the win. So I was like, if okay. They would have beat Imperium. I would have thrown my phone through the TV. <laughs> Um, this was a very good match. Uh, not a very good match. We had B-Fab uh, make her uh, in-ring debut as she took on Katrina Cortez. Um, this was... Uh, this was ugly. Yeah. Um, she did a bicycle kick, which... And then she had a neckbreaker. Really is developmental now because a neckbreaker is a finishing move. Eh, it was all right. Um, she's she's not that good in the ring, fellas. No, she's not at all. Yeah, I think she just stayed to being a manager (laughs) and just do hit row. Um, and then we had Carmelo Hayes show up, and uh, he has another newcomer, the third newcomer, as he brought in Trick Williams. Trick Williams, for those of you that don't know, was a former college uh, wide receiver. He played for the University of South Carolina. He signed with WWE back in February. So. Well, insight. Um, yeah, he, apparently uh, got in the ring and jumped on a guy. Yeah, it showed. Uh, Carmelo has like a mean streak in him now. He's pretty good. Oh, team, I don't know how good Trick jumped on his I, teammate jumped a guy. Yeah, but then Carmelo did too. Yeah, I don't know how good he is in the ring, but he's pretty charismatic. Uh, <laughs> pretty good on the mic. So this could be a pretty formidable duo between Hayes and Williams here. So I like this one. This is good. Um, then we had Casey Catanzaro, Caden Carter. Well, we had Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter versus Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Um, Mandy came out, though. I mean, Mandy is now a brunette. And I think she looked even hotter than she did before. I think uh, I think she uh, she 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 missed the wrong uh, wrong NXT here because now she's all metal looking when NXT's all tie-dye. <laughs> <laughs> she she, she kind of she missed it. Can we mention, though, I do like the new setup, the set and the stage and the way the seats are aligned. I think it looks really cool. It's very bright. Except the, uh, no, the no hard cam kind of gives me some motion sickness. Yeah, they don't have a card cam. There's like It's all motion cams, and it's kind of... And it's all motion cams, and it's so bright that you can see the walls in the ceiling. Yeah, it's really it's completely different from the underground NXT last week. Well, it's like <laughs> WWE usually doesn't like to show that because they don't like to show yeah. how small the building is. So that's kind of weird. It does. I mean, it's a small building, but they made it somehow look bigger with the amount of fans they can fit around. 
Uh, there's no real barricade either. Like, it's just, it's weird. And like, do they trust these fans an awful lot? <laughs> like, there's no, there's nothing stopping them. Yeah. Um, but then this turned into a six-man tag as uh, Mandy Rose came out and then Sarai came out. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, Dolan Jane and uh, Rose got the win. And I will say on the podcast, I said it on Twitter, Mandy Rose has a better knee than Kenny Omega. I will say it. <laughs> it's better than the V-Trigger. Oh, say it here. I will clip this and I'll put it on the internet. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, this was pretty good. I like this match. It, it, it took them a little bit to get going in this match, but once they got going, they, they hit it. Um, and then uh, Rich Holland destroyed Drake Maverick. Um, there was somebody else. There was somebody with Drake Maverick. I don't know who it was. They never mentioned him. I don't know why he was there. Yeah. Some blonde dude. I don't know who it was. They never mentioned him on TV. So I don't know who it was. I couldn't yeah. tell. So. Um, and then the Creed Brothers, my new favorite tag team in all of professional wrestling, show up. The Young Steiner Brothers. Uh, these destroyed two dudes. And I, I don't compare them to Steiner Brothers only because they act like the Steiner Brothers where they don't give a hell. They don't give a damn how you're going to land. They're just going to do something to you and you're going to take it. And I love it so much. <laughs> I could see them throw people around the ring for hours. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> They're super green. Yeah. But they really don't care. They just throw people and hit them, and they're like, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, then we had another, the fourth newest member to the roster as Ivy Nile was put over as a new member of the Diamond Mind. Hmm. She is a, she was on uh, the Rocks show that, whatever that show was called, Warrior. Titans. Yeah. Yeah, she won that show. Gotcha. So. She's small, but she's pretty jacked. So. And then we had our main event uh, during the women's match. There was video shown of Pete Dunn and um, Pete Dunn and Rich Holland taking out Kyle O'Reilly. Some big fucker walked in. I don't know who it was. Uh, they ended up being Vaughn Wagner. And instead of, so here's the thing. Instead of putting the guy who beat one of the participants earlier on into this match, Braun Breaker, who beat LA Knight, was not put yeah. in this match. Instead, <laughs> Regal says he's being replaced by the dude who helped him. Von Wagner. I don't understand the what the fuck. Um, Von Wagner, another as Jeff alluded to earlier, another uh, second generation wrestler. Um, it is one of the Beverly Brothers' sons. Yeah, which I'm sure people listening saying. Who? <laughs> A very short-lived tag team in the '90s. Their finishing move was we're going to throw you into the air and then we're going to spike you face first into the mat. I love their finishing move. Um, yeah, this was a fatal four-way, and I swear I thought this whole match, Von Wagner was going to win the title. I was like, he's big. He's, he's muscular. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, but this was a very good fatal four-way. It was very rushed Yes, because they had to do the wedding. Um but uh, in the end, uh, Champa 
pinned uh, Knight with the fairytale ending, and Champa is once again NXT champion. So there you go. They didn't go in a completely new direction yet. So well, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Triple H in his hospital bed. <laughs> Vince, man, you got to put him over, bro. He's like, yeah, he's like, okay, you guys can change my show, but I got to have at least one, one more run with one of my guys. And that's what they did. And I oh. think this wedding, I think this wedding also may have been and Triple one of H's the last, last last stands for NXT. Um, this wedding was I, I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised that they didn't go with Pete Dunn. I really he just signed a new deal. I was like, he's winning because he signed a new deal, he's gonna win, and he didn't get it done. So maybe he'll be, I don't know. Um, but this was this decent. Wagner didn't do much, but what he did wasn't terrible. Yeah. So Oh, uh, but yeah, overall, there was like five, six new people on the show. Today. We had a promo from. Oh, my God. Don't what? even mention that. The hell was his name? <laughs> he had one of the stupid. This promo was, this was the worst straight. This was straight out of the 90s, dude. This was the worst promo I've ever heard in my life. He was trying to be like a Chicago gangster, and he had he was doing the, the, the typical gangster accent and it was it was bad yeah i forgot his name now but d'angelo some something d'angelo yeah tony d'angelo or something like that yeah, fucking stupid apparently that's the name of like a nhl player who got arrested for beating up his wife or something and people well, are like well, they probably agree. should change that name because people are going to google it and then that's going to show up wow um, and then we had the main event. Uh, the main event, I guess, technically, was the wedding between Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell. I, this was one of the greatest segments I've ever seen in my life. This was classic. I I know I know weddings and wrestling can be kind of silly, and they they took it silly, and they didn't try to make it serious like they do a lot of times with wrestling weddings. This was comedy from the beginning, and this was great. This was yeah. It was it was pretty good, but uh, like I said, I think it was like a last stand of the last NXT. I don't, I don't think, I don't know. I, what do you, where do you think Johnny Gargano goes from here? AEW, <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't really fit in with the uh, what's going on in AEW. Is he just gonna? Is he just gonna be like a comedy dude now? Like, is he know. just gonna be a comedy gimmick? Um, the this best- was an okay show, but it also made me very sad because it was definitely, you could definitely tell that they just were like, we're yeah. going completely different. Like, I thought it would make maybe a mild transition, but no, this was just well, on. I can understand, you know, I liked it because you got to see a bunch of new people, and I'm sure we'll see a bunch of new people next week as well. I always did, never understood why they didn't do that more at NXT. You got all these people who are in the performance center just sitting there. Do something with them. And Triple H never did. And I think Vince was like, dude, you got to, we, we got a hundred people sitting in the performance center with nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. I did like that. Um, this wedding was great, though. Um, it's just, uh, Dexter Loomis choked out the uh, priest. And then so yeah. Beth stepped up and she got her well, license online, which is great. Um, and then, uh, he act finally spoke. He said, I do. The crowd went crazy. And then they kissed and then shows. Up. And then uh, after this, Tommaso Ciampa shook hands with Braun Breaker, who had his eyes on the championship. He's getting a push right out of the gate, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man. wonder, 
I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens on the next step next week uh, to see exactly where they're going. But yeah, it's yeah. it's different. Yeah, it's very um, different. Uh, let's go ahead into AEW Dynamite here. Um, yeah, we had a we had a we had uh, started off with Adam Cole's debut match in, in an AEW mm, ring. Yeah, he did the boom this time. The crowd yeah. got to do the boom. Um, he didn't look great. No, the match was kind of basic. For I mean, it was all right. Uh, I mean, you had him in there with you know Frankie. Yeah, Frankie Kazarian and Frankie Kazarian, he, you know, he's there and he's not. So it wasn't a great match. Frankie Kazarian's decent in the ring, but I don't think his heart's in it because he's not doing it hardly anything. And, uh, but it was okay. We had a, we had a good reversal of the Panama Sunrise into an Alabama slam. Yeah. And uh, I'm really surprised that he won with that, with his last shot knee because that's, you know, I figured when with the with the what the last shot used to be, which was just the the knee, like yeah. flip, you know the F, the F U into the knee. So well, I it was, not, he was it's it's now just called the shot. Yeah, but I thought he was going to win with that. Yeah, I know he because he knows, man. I made my name in NXT. I'm going to keep what I was doing. I guess. I guess. And then he uh, he's really leaning into the Bay Bay, and it's really starting to be super annoying. I know that's the the the, the job. But my, who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? <laughs> and then he doesn't tell a story. No, <laughs> God. Tell a story. All he said was, all he said was the super click was back. Oh and, my God, the name. Uh, apparently, though, he's going to. Uh, apparently, he's targeted Christian and uh, uh, Jurassic Express, and we're going to get a six-man tag on uh, the the. On we're going to get it on Rampage at Arthur Ashe Stadium next week. So, Rampage is two hours this week. So, we're going to have two two-hour shows. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, two uh, two two-hour shows. It's uh, going to be basically two pay-per-views on TV, so it's going to be nuts. Yeah, they're both at Arthur, Arthur Ashe Stadium, too. So Yeah, it's going to be insane. Um, I mean, yeah, it, yeah I, I just don't understand why he says story time and then he doesn't tell a story. It's very annoying. I'm ready yeah. for him to tell a story. <laughs> uh, then MJF came out, um, uh, took... It, Bad mouth, bad, bad mouth, Brian Pillman, which was bad mouth. Yeah, yeah. He, at first, he said he's going to talk to Brian Pillman, and he looked up, and then he's like, "No," and he looked at the ground, basically saying that Brian Pillman's in hell. I mean, yeah. he does some crazy shit. He's he's definitely the the ultimate heel. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that brought out Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, with a steel chair, and then uh, basically it led to a then it led to a pre-tape with Pillman, and then they're going to wrestle next week on dynamite yeah my question is does he who wins that match if they had mjf lose again i know but how do you have pillman lose after he's done all this stuff to him true true here's the thing mjf is the ultimate heel and the way he portrays himself is the kind of heel that in the old days yeah they they never they they didn't win much ryan they would win. Yeah, they, these, they would always. These, these, they were the ultimate heel. They get people to hate them, and then the crowd, and then they they would get like Brian Pillman Jr. They might give him elevate a push somebody. Might, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I got a bad feeling MJF's role is gonna be gonna be just getting people over. I don't know. He's so yeah, but you don't do that to someone who's so young. 
But I mean, that might be what he wants to do. I mean, that might yeah. be his role. He wants to the, be this. He wants to be the Roddy Piper. I know, um, but the veteran heel should be the one doing this, not the young guy who's twenty-four or whatever he is. Yeah, but he's he got to be Piper. He wants to be Piper. Piper never won much. True, that's true. Um, then we had Dante. I, I think this is honestly just going to lead to a Wardlow turn. Is what this is leading to. But if it's going to happen, I don't know if it's going to happen at the show or not. Yeah, um, but it's going to lead to a Wardlow face turn. Yeah. Um, then we had Dante Martin and Matt Seidel take on FTR. This is a weird next makeshift tag team here. <laughs> I think both of their I think both of their brothers are injured, so they yeah together. Yeah, uh, Dante was, Martin loses his second match in a row. Right, he was on a seven match winning streak, and now he's lost two in a row. This is a very quick match. Um, and then uh, Wheeler and Hardwood get the win. So they finally get a tag team win. Everyone thought they were leaving, and now they've won like two straight matches. So. <laughs> probably, probably like, please don't leave. Uh, then we had the weirdest segment ever. Uh, we had Malachi Black make his way to the ring, and then for no reason at all, and I know why, but they didn't explain why Rosario Dawson was there. No. She just happened to be there. I don't think she's from wherever they were from. I don't think she's – I know it's she's on the Go Big Show. But yeah. they had a very terrible time of explaining that to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, and the fact that she was not, it, she's an actress. Mm-hmm. She should have been told, this dude's like the monster heel. You should be afraid of him. She showed no fear. She jumped on him. What the fuck? Yeah, she jumped on him. He threw her off. And then we had Cody Rhodes in a red fucking suit. <sighs> bright red suit and they brawled for what felt like 10 minutes it was too long Uh, the crowd everywhere i'm telling you right now cody rhodes needs to just be done his he's he is i don't know what he's trying to do i don't know if he's trying to be annoying on purpose or if he's just thinks he really is all that i don't know what it is the fact that he came in like Rhodes came out through the crowd when everyone knows that he said on TV he's the fucking EVP and he's like the producer of this show, why was he in the crowd? Yeah. Why was he not backstage? Yeah. Doing, if he was there, if he was actually there, then he showed up and didn't do his job. Yeah. That, what the... F- yeah. Uh, this was unnecessary. They could have done this a different way. Involving Rosario Dawson was stupid. And it didn't promote the thing that they were supposed to promote. I I really think that Cody Rhodes needs to be gone. Who wins this match, Ryan? God, if they know. have, dude, if they put Cody over, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be done. This will be the same shit they did to Brody. Yeah, they had Brody come in, destroy him. Cody left to film his TV show. He came back, got his win back, and Brody did nothing afterwards. Now, granted, granted situations happen with Brody he was in line for a push I understand but he didn't do anything for a couple weeks after losing to Cody yeah if they do the same thing to Malachi the fans are gonna turn on Cody and the bad part is I think it's Cody booking that shit it is I don't think it's Tony Khan's booking Cody's probably yeah Cody's probably in charge of his own booking yeah like his dad was because he wants to be his dad so fucking bad and you know what the problem with his dad was was his booking dusty yeah. was not a good booker um yeah that that was it was bad uh the chick match that was on this show was the worst <sighs> part of the show um yeah this was terrible jade cargill and layla hirsch was terrible i mean 
mean, Layla Hirsch is not bad though. She made Jade Carhill look decent. And and Carhill, this was her longest match she's ever been in. Uh, but she did get the win. I don't when is she gonna get her title match? Because she's still undefeated. Other than the battle royal, yeah. Somehow she's still ranked third instead of number one. Yeah. Um, this was all just uh CM Punk was doing commentary, and they're doing the thing that we said they shouldn't do. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk is gonna get into a feud with Hobbs. Yep. The one guy I said he probably doesn't want to wrestle. <laughs> and um, for that because what happened was uh taz came out ryan and it was pretty funny because he was just out of nowhere just start hey you trying to take my job, <laughs> trying to take my job? and punk's like what i don't even know if they rehearsed this shit i doubt it i don't think taz and punk even talk i don't think punk, they punk honestly just always acts like <laughs> punk's so confused every time and then uh and yeah he, he taz kept telling him fight my son Fight my son, and then Hobbs came out from behind him, attacked him, jumped him. But then he did a choke slam, Ryan, onto the table. The table did not break. It, it was very, like it like- very reminiscent of Ryback. It hurt like hell. I could tell, and Punk was down for a while. Uh, they're wrestling on Rampage. Yeah, Rampage is going to be stacked next week. So uh, we had the best segment of the week. Dan Lambert once again speaking out, speaking the truth. Uh, coming out, cutting a promo over the top this week, but he said shit like eight times. Yeah, that's getting annoying. Uh, he had Kayla Harrison and Paige Van Zant with him this time for no reason whatsoever. They were just there this week. Um, and then, uh, basically they had an open challenge and then Jericho and Hager, uh, accepted and they will fight Scorpio Scott and Ethan Page also next week. <laughs> a dynamite. The next two match shows are going to be crazy. Uh, then we had Darby Allen versus Sean Spears. Uh, Allen, it was innovative. They did some weird shit with some stairs that I've never seen before. Yeah. Um, but Darby Allen got the win. Uh, and then they jumped. They jumped Darby Allen. They started trying to r- wipe his face paint off. Sting got involved, and then, and then they 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 spiked Pal Driver and Sting. And then. Uh, and then uh, Blanchard started wiping the face paint off of him. Are they really yeah. going to do a Sting versus They Blanchard are. Match? No, they're doing a tag team match. They're doing Darby Allen and Sting versus FTR next week. I mean, that's not as bad as Blanchard and Sting. I, if they ever actually do that match, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I think imagine Ric Flair comes back and he's like, I'm going to wrestle Sting one more time. Oh, my God. Um, and then we had uh Brian Danielson challenging Kenny Omega. Um, and he said that he doesn't even have to be for the match for the title, so he just wants to wrestle him, and that's also happening next week. Yeah, that was nuts. I didn't expect that to happen that quick. And like you said, they're fast tracking a lot here. And Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson, man, you know, it was very awkward like seeing it like I it, I, it caught me off guard hearing him uh call uh uh, uh, callous, callous, a piece of shit. Did they said shit like eighteen hundred times on this show? Yes. Jesus, they like that word. Yeah, they do. But uh, yeah, Brian Danielson's basically no nonsense. Let's get to it. He was like, yeah, and 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 there was no funny business, Ryan. When Kenny Omega, yeah. he didn't like do weird voice. He just yeah, he basically was like okay, you want it, you got it. 
so that's going to be insane. That's going to be a crazy match. Who wins? You have Brian Danielson lose his first match in. But do you have Omega lose again? Or do you have Omega lose again? But it's not for the title, but still, having him lose. That's more like WWE booking. having And, and again, that would be the same. If they have him, if, so if they have Brian Danielson beat Omega, that basically means Danielson's probably going to be the number one contender. So he'll probably yeah. get a title shot. That's the same thing they did with Christian. Well, Christian got the number one contender spot before that. Yeah, but he beat him and then they wrestled again. It's the yeah. same thing. I don't know. It I don't seems think, like I think, I think Kenny might win this match. I think he might, but it seems like they're rushing this. I mean, they're I know they're loading up, but what are they loading up for? Why? I know it's a New York show, it's a big deal, but there's no competition. I don't what know. Are you, what are you doing? It's the it's the highest uh, attendance that they're gonna have ever. So Ooh, it's far. and it's at Arthur Ashe. That's probably gonna be a cold ass show, by the way. That's an outdoor stadium. <laughs> um, but it'll be interesting. Uh, it's gonna be crazy. Arthur Ashe Stadium with wrestling does not seem to fit with me because Arthur Ashe is like you think tennis and you think the polite crowds and like and then you're gonna have wrestling. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, then you made it into this show which I can't believe this was the main event of the show. Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus 2.0. 2.0, we're in the main event of Dynamite. You know, I honestly, whenever they said that, I was like, what the fuck? Because I was like, I thought Adam Cole would have made it in. Yeah. Um, but then afterwards, you had Suzuki Goon come out. So yeah. they're, they're, they're going to fight also next week. How many and matches are they having next week between the well, two there's, shows? There's probably going to be six Holy matches. Holy shit. On, there's probably going to be six matches on uh, on Rampage, and there'll probably be at least eight matches on Dynamite. So, probably like 14 matches. Good God. Um, maybe eight on, maybe, maybe not. Maybe there'll be six and six. Might be 12 matches. But so, another match that we're having on Rampage, though, Ryan, this was probably my favorite promo ever. And it was Rusev, or, um, Sorry. Miro. Miro. Because Fuego Del Sol was with um was with uh the guy that never wrestles. Sammy. Sammy Guevara. Why doesn't he wrestle? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't really like the guy personally, like his personality, but but if you're gonna make him one of your faces, why why is he not wrestling a lot? He should be doing what uh what the Dante Martin guy's been doing. I mean, having like, I mean, I don't understand it, but anyway, so he's with uh Fuego del Sol. Fuego del Sol says that he got a contract. He bought a new car and with his contract and he's so excited, but he's like, I'll trade it all if I could be TNT champion. And so he challenges Miro and he says he's putting his car on the line. And then Miro has the greatest promo ever. Right. He says this stuff is like poetic, but he was like, he was like, they say you don't touch a uh, you don't touch a stove that burns your hand before. And he goes, but you you put your neck on a knife that's already that that, that spared you. And it's like, oh goddamn. And then uh -huh. he says, and then he and then he's he's like basically saying that you know he's like he's like he's like you, you, I I let you live and you're coming back for more. So he's like, I'm not letting you live again. And so he's just gonna fucking destroy him. And he goes, I'm gonna break you and then I'm gonna break your car. <laughs> but Miro's awesome. Um, I think Sammy Guevara might be the one that takes the belt off of him, maybe. Yeah. But there's not much led up to it, though, because he don't ever talk. He don't ever wrestle. 
Yeah, he's never really on the show. He just weird. I don't really understand that. So, all in all, crazy ass week in wrestling. A lot of crazy shit happened. Yeah, um, and it's for the best. Like I said, I want AEW to be as good as they can because the more better wrestling on TV, the better. Yeah, love it. Um, and uh, yeah, like I said, we're you know we're testing this new way of doing the podcast out. This is super long. Compared to a normal podcast, but again, you have a whole week to digest it, and uh, you know there'll be timestamps in the description of when we start, you know, talking about different uh, topics and stuff, so you can skip over the stuff you don't want us to do. Um, Jeff, I'm not sure what happened. Uh, <laughs> he's he uh, he left. Uh, you know, it's fine. Um, oh, if you don't, you know, let us know. Obviously, on Twitter and TikTok, Instagram, whatever. Let us know. If you like this new format or if you think we should go back to the old way, doing two or three, whatever, let us know. Because um, we do want your feedback on this, um, on this new change. Um, yeah, like we said, this was taped on Thursday. So obviously we don't know anything that's happened on the weekend yet. So we'll discuss that next week. It's going to be weird. We're going to be a week behind. You know, that's just how yeah. we're going to have to do it for a little bit here until we can maybe figure it out. Um, but yeah, crazy week in wrestling, crazy week in football. This was a, nuts um hope you enjoyed hope you listened and i hope you uh you know watch it on youtube and all that fun stuff um as always you can follow us on all of these social media at sabry ent that is s-a-b-r-y-e-n-t um you can uh yeah like the podcast if you want follow the podcast whatever you want to do so you never miss an episode subscribe to the youtube channel all that fun stuff um yeah, that's gonna do it thank you for listening we appreciate you all uh that's going to do it uh, for Jeff and for Nathan. I'm Ryan reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.